Hello, everyone. My name is Adam Lines. I am the founder and co-host of the Undercut Podcast. Podcast. Oh boy. Join by start. Uh, great start. It can only get better though. Joined by me today is my fellow co-host Mark Gould. Hi guys, how's it going? And we are back for another episode of This Week in F1. Oh man, my favorite. Yeah, it started off as kind of a slow week, but there is a lot of news we're going to cover today, including the 2021 calendar, Vietnam being dropped, which mm-hmm. I guess it means it's not good morning Vietnam, <laughs> bad morning Vietnam. Couldn't really, I didn't really care for that track. They didn't have a race on it yet. but no. uh, The W Series joining F1 as a sport. Perez considering leaving Formula One for a sabbatical for a year and how Hamilton can win. And yeah, so let's roll the intro and uh, get into it. Okay. So, Mark, I was telling you this before. I have an announcement to make. I haven't told you about it. Yeah, I know. It's I'm... Formula One podcast, the Uncut Podcast related. Oh, man. I've, I've been freaking out so, about it. This is Mark's live reaction. Yeah. I, Mark, re- I really, like, guys, genuinely have no clue. We are launching an Undercut blog. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, it's going to be on our website. We want to use utilize the website a little bit more instead yeah. of just a a middleman to getting onto podcast platforms. Yeah. And these blogs are not going to be uploaded on a schedule. It's just going to be if we have something we want to talk about, we maybe have a little bit of extra free time. There could be 10 sentences or 10 pages long. That's exciting. And they're just going to be sharing our information. And so just whenever we have time, just adding a little something. So if you want to check it out, the first blog should be uploaded in the next week. Gonna get writing on it in the next couple days, and then we're gonna upload it. And yeah, Mark, what do you think? I'm I'm really excited. It's just more ways that we get to interact with you guys. Yeah, I thought it was. Uh, I thought I was gonna able to make this the executive choice on that because, and then tell you and see what your reactions. No, that's about the right play. I would have fully that. agreed with that. Yeah, yeah I, I do fully agree with that. You've you've mentioned it before that like bringing the blog in. And yeah, getting a blog in as well, just a little extra, just a, an extra way we can. Spread the word of the Annika podcast and share our thoughts and information with you guys. And so, me and Mark. I'm not going to lie, I thought you were leaving me for a minute there. <laughs> this is the last Annika <laughs> podcast. Thank you very much for listening to all of our fans. Thank you. We had a good run. It's been a good run. <laughs> no, but it's very early stages. Me and Mark are going to discuss it. Yeah. See how we can do it the best way and then get it out to you guys as soon as we can. Just go from there. So that's the news. That's this week in F1. Get ready for it, guys. I don't yeah. think you are, but get ready for it. They must have seen it on Daniel Ricciardo's story. He posted it. It was yeah. after the Russell stuff. Yeah, like Being yeah. a big fan, he was like, also check out the other couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very quick. It was yeah, like a two-minute snippet. It was very quick. But. Yeah. So the first thing <laughs> is the Istanbul Grand Prix, Turkish Grand Prix, whatever it is, is up this weekend. Was not super excited for the race, before the weekend, but I watched a lot of more, a lot more clips of old races. Yeah, and that I love that turn eight, where it's, that was four. It's four apexes. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful corners. Really tough on the neck. And Max Verstappen. I don't know the legitimacy of this quote, but Max Verstappen apparently is not having a neck brace, a neck padding. Yeah. On this side, because it's uh, counterclockwise, because his dad called him out for it. I know, he's racing GP3. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, man, that's so funny. <laughs> but 
And I'm super excited for qualifying tomorrow. I did not expect a Red Bull 1-2 when I woke up this morning seeing practice. No, neither did I. Red Bull 1-2. Mercedes couldn't put together a lap. They're pretty good in the cold usually, especially with Hamilton and Bottas behind mm-hmm. the wheel. But it's kind of whoever can get to grips with it and pun intended yeah. on that as soon as possible. And that was that was apparently Red Bull. So we'll I see. I guess if, so. They did like yeah. It was a one-two. Yeah, we'll see for qualifying tomorrow. But I think it's going to be pretty interesting. We're going to get our qualifying predictions up a little bit later. Mm-hmm. It's going to be an interesting one this weekend because I have no idea. Brand I mean, new I track. Have, I, I have no clue. Brand new track. Brand new surface. It's like driving on ice. I was trying to like I was doing some research earlier for who I thought was gonna like qualify yeah. where and where the race would end up. I see. I still to this like I have no clue. Yeah. It's because there, there's no information. Like mm-hmm. well, there's old information, but like as of recent, there's nothing. Yeah. It's the first time, right? And so. you can kind of tell based on, like, the way the track is and what cars can do better. Like, it's a lot of high-speed corners. It's tight, high downforce, not a ton of long straights. It's kind of like almost the opposite of Monza. Yeah. It's leaning to more towards, a like, a Monaco end of the spectrum. For sure. So, Mercedes and Red Bull probably do pretty well there, especially Red Bull. They've done there better in the past, but they did well everywhere in the past. Yeah. But now I have no idea. Like, Hamilton could qualify 19th, and I would be like, all right, okay. that, I would not be surprised. I mean, I don't think that's going to happen. Going to, but, but that's just because his yeah. car and him are just better than everyone. Yeah, pretty much. Else. Not in this track, though. So well, we'll no, see. not yet. We'll not yet. But he does have a chance to win it all this weekend. Mm. Like that segue, guys? I, I worked hard on that one. <laughs> <laughs> he can win it all. And exactly where he needs to come, I searched it up. A while ago, but we're just going to look that up right now and see. So, if Hamilton... So, yeah, moving into the actual, most of the topics of the podcast. If Hamilton finishes first with the fastest lap, the title goes... If Botas, sorry. If Botas finishes first with the fastest lap, it's going to Bahrain. If he finishes first, Hamilton has to get second. And if he finishes second, Hamilton has to finish fifth with the fastest lap or fourth. So Hamilton has a pretty good chance. If he just get a Mercedes 1-2, Hamilton's clinched it. Yeah. If Botas doesn't win and Max Verstappen pulls it out. If Max Verstappen's going to win this race, though, I doubt there's going to be both Mercedes up there on merit. So I think it's going to have to be a 1-2 with Hamilton at least second. But I wouldn't be surprprised yeah, if he wins. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that happens. So Mark, you called it last podcast, eh? Uh, yeah. I think it was a week ago or maybe it was our Fernando Alonso. No, it was our... This or last this week in F one, you said it was going to be one in Turkey. I I agree. I think so. Yeah, I think it will be one. If Bottas finishes fourth, I think Hamilton only has to finish like what eight or ninth. Yeah, eight eight with the fastest lap or seventh, and Bottas has to finish seventh or higher. So if he retires, it's championship over. Yeah, which is insane. The shortened shortened season, they still went in. We still yeah yeah, of course of course. But man, I miss when they used to come back. When they used to come down to the last race of the year. Yeah. Like. Way back when. Way back in well, the day. Well, 2016. Well, yes, I know 2016. And then 2017, it was a wash. 2018, yeah. wash. 2019, wash. 2014, he won in like, he won in uh, uh, at Coda in Texas. Yeah. 2015, I'm not entirely sure, but yeah, those 2013, not 2013, but 2012. Yeah. I watched the 2012 race highlights. Of uh, Abu Dhabi. Oh, yeah, yeah. The 2011, like those kinds of things when you just didn't really know and you have Sebastian Vettel's at the back of the crew and he has to 
get up and he, he's got to work through the field. Those It was just more fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Like, I love Formula One, but... I mean, we... It's... Like, I, I will grant it back in those those days, I wasn't a big F1 fan. No. But, like, like looking like looking back and watching old races like that, and even if you know what's going to happen, at the time, you can, like, put yourself in the shoes of the people who didn't know, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, like, this is the last race in the season, the season, it all comes down to this. Right now, we have four races left, and we're like, all right, Hamilton's going to win which week? We knew Hamilton was going to win, like, four races ago, too. It's just kind of yeah. a matter of when. Yeah. That's basically all it is. It's yeah. just kind of like, okay... It's not as much fun anymore mm-hmm. from that angle. Formula One's so so fun in so many different ways. I but just as, think they need to figure out a way to make this, the grid more competitive. But as a Formula One, as a Formula One fan, you just look for the most exciting part of the race and focus on that. Like I don't really doesn't matter unless it's not a Mercedes winning. I don't pay attention too much to who's in first, who's in second. No, you. I'm uh, like that's great. It's I've the midfield. A, oh, it's the midfield battle. I that. McLaren, Renault, and Racing Point are like within three or four points. Oh yeah. Then you have Carlos Sainz has like sixty-five, and uh, Alexander Albon is sixty-four, and like Press is like sixty-three. Oh man, those that are so, so exciting! I'm super excited. But the only thing is, you lose a little bit of that when when it's not the championship race. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're not like mm-hmm. I can win a championship here. We had those like those like the Ferrari dominant days when it yep. was just Schumacher, 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 and then you had the 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 Alonso upsets, which mm-hmm. were like pretty cool to watch, mm-hmm. especially when you had the battle Schumacher in 06. Yeah, that was cool. That's when it came down to like the last race of the season. The biggest one that comes to my memory is 08. Yep, right down to the right down to the last lap. Yeah, the last corner mm-hmm. of the last lap of the last round. And it's the difference between championship and not yeah. that that must haunt Massa to this day. Oh man, I can, yeah. There's a reason he's not racing Formula One anymore. Exactly. Well, he's in Williams, and he saw the direction Williams was going in. Yeah. Like, fuck that. It's true. He was one of the last like pretty yeah. solid drivers Williams had. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't even say that George Russell's a good driver. He's just they're just the car's pretty shit. Yeah, George <laughs> Russell's standout. George Russell's going to be a world championship in his lifetime. It's you not going to so? be this year. Well, I don't know. He's got a chance to clinch it next year, right? We'll see what happens with the... Uh, <laughs> see how well, well they see what happens tokens. with the, yeah, the tokens. <laughs> but Perez, speaking of drivers leaving Formula 1, as we mentioned with NASA, Perez is conti- considering taking a sabbatical from F1 next year. I don't really think that's his choice. No, I don't think it's his choice. It's, I think it's a nice way to put it. Yeah, I think But it's like... I'm getting booted out, so yeah. I might as well try to spin it the which, best I can. Which U.S. president? It was like Ronald Reagan or Nixon. I think it was Nixon. And he just he stepped down. Yeah. But they asked him to step down. It yeah, yeah, after Watergate. It yeah. was Nixon. <laughs> it yeah. wasn't his choice. Yeah. <laughs> no. That's how it's going to go. But I think taking a year off. Might not maybe, be bad for him. Find yeah. himself a seat in 2022. Maybe LMP1, do some yeah. stuff, DTM. Yeah, Esteban Ocon did it. Yep. And Where he's he doing now. amazing. <laughs> he's right at the top of the field. Three tenths behind Ricardo, <laughs> right up there with the greats. And but he's also not the driver Daniel Ricardo is. Nah, no, not close. No. And so in my notes, this is K Mag and that French fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, we're talking about Roman Romain Grosjean. Roman Grosjean, the Frenchman. Roman Grosjean, apparently they're considering going to Indy. Mark, you told me this. Yeah, I read something earlier today I, yeah, I was about little, how they're in talks with different Indy teams. I, I mean, Indy's a pretty, like, um, 
And he's a pretty good landing place. Yeah, I just didn't see it coming. I, no. But uh, where else would they go? I think Formula E. I, they could I do Formula E. I wouldn't be surprised. That's, that's literally Formula, Formula E in recent years has been um, where F1 drivers go to die. Like, that's how Massa it, did it. Stoffel Van Dorn did it. Yep. Just to name a couple. That's how it was perceived a while ago. But I, I think each year, it's now it's becoming a respectable championship. You think so? Oh, yeah. I still think it's a video game in real life. Really? I can't, like, man, you can get more horsepower based on if fans like you more. Yeah, but it, that you is, can get more horsepower. It's like Mario Kart. You can get more horsepower by hitting like a specific part on the track. Yeah, those you are, have to break the race line for. Those are those things though that Formula One can't exactly change because that breaks the heritage and the meaning of the sport. But you get Formula E; they can have one practice session, eighteen qualifying sessions, thirteen races where you get. Flames, you can shoot flames out of the back of your car, and no one really cares because it's a brand new. Yeah, but new... I think it takes away from the actual racing when you can get more horsepower and potentially win if a bunch of guys like you. Yeah, I guess. Like, like what? <laughs> I don't. They're just trying new. Even the first year that I, um, Formula E existed, midway through the race, they would park their cars, hop out of the car, go into a different car, and start up again. Yeah, because the batteries were shit. Yeah, I know that, but like. What? I bet Daniel Ricardo wishes he had that in 2018. Yeah. <laughs> His fucking car wouldn't even make it halfway through the race. But no, it is it is becoming more of a respectable championship. And it has its but it has it's a complete mold. Like it's so where Formula One is this rock of like heritage and history that they can't really change. Like they wanted to do qualifying races. And fans were like, fuck you. That's not like that can't happen. That breaks from the meaning of Formula One. But Formula E is coming in with no. Yeah, there's no holes barred, right? Yeah. It's. They can you do, can what, do whatever the fuck you basically want. Basically, whatever they want. I think they're emerging. It's. it's it is the. All the. All the brands and all the car manufacturers want to go there because it's electric. And Formula One has rapidly had to change in the last two years. <sighs> To True. adapt to that, they're the they're the Tesla to Formula One's Ferrari. Ferrari. I was gonna say Ferrari, but to t- Formula <laughs> One's every other car on the planet. Yeah, they're coming in. But going to Formula E, I think it's a respectable move. Going to Indy, sure. Do I think they're gonna do either of those? Maybe if there's a seat, I'm not too sure. The I would seat. love to see them in an Indy. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Get- I kind of it would be. Like, maybe a little bit of a step down, but, like... Yeah, Marcus Erickson. Yeah. Alexander Rossi. Yeah. No. Yeah? Yes. Yeah? Yeah, I met him. Potentially, yeah. No, like, he was he was at, yeah. Yeah, Indy Toronto. Yep. I, I gotta meet... Let's, let's meet Romain Grosjean. Yeah, let's meet Romain. Ask him how many times he's spun on the last year. That actually be pretty sick, because we saw Marcus Erickson at the Toronto Indy. Yeah. We, we live in Toronto, uh, Canada, Canada, by the way. Yeah. Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And, yeah, seeing Marcus Erickson. It's just cool to see, like, a piece of Formula One... In a different sport, that's a little bit, a little bit smaller, and you can just Doesn't get a little have the bit same, closer. Like, pedigree. Yeah. yeah, they're just cool because you just get to be a little bit more involved. And the paddock pass was forty-two Canadian dollars instead of four thousand. Sorry, what? Yeah, it's forty-two dollars. I got to walk around the paddock and look at the trucks and talk. I talked to mechanics. I met drivers, and everything. And they leave the pit, the not the pit lane. But the paddock open after the race. 
open. So I, I went in and I was, I shook hands with drivers. I was talking to mechanics. I was looking at the cars. They were showing me like, like front wings. Like the guy held up like the front wing as he was putting it away and was like, Hey, yeah, like, isn't this pretty sick? So yeah, yeah. Formula one. That, the Formula fan, one should be more engaging with their fans. The I fan guess. involvement. And that's what it is in Formula E as well. But this is not the indie in Formula E podcast. No. Because we love Formula One more than any other motorsport or anything in the world. Pretty much, yeah. It goes my family, Formula One. So now we're not going to talk about another series that's not Formula One. <laughs> that's <laughs> We love it so much, we're not going to talk about it this podcast. And that is the W Series joining F1 as a support race. Eight races next year. They got eight races next year. It's going to be kind of cool. What do you think? It's pretty cool. I'm kind of excited about it. If, I don't know too much about W Series racing, to be honest with you. I got to do a little more research, research it's personally. literally like a Formula Renault-type Formula Ford. Not Formula Ford, but like an F3 spec car. Yeah. But it's all women and supposed all females, and it's supposed to be a stepping oh. stone to get into Formula 1 for females. I knew that. But like, I knew it was all female. I just didn't know too much about the sport in itself is what I meant. Well, they do like... Eight to ten races. It's an F three spec car. It's cool. So it's, it's kind of a slower car than the obviously the slower than Formula One. Yeah. But I think as a support race, it's going to be really great for F one and for the W series because I remember when they joined when the league was created, it was so much buzz about it. Yeah. For about a month, and then I I thought the league collapsed because I haven't heard anything. I, the first championship was I forget her name, but. First champion was this, and then well, that says enough. You don't remember the league. Then it was now. collapsed. But I think so. I think it joining Formula One as a sport races. I really hope it's going to be televised. Want to see it on TV, and I want to see women more. I want to see them get the more opportunity to be involved. Oh, absolutely! In the sport, yeah. getting just getting well. Who, the last like lady who had any sort of driver's seat in F one was Susie Wolf. Yeah. And she was a Williams test driver. Yeah. And that's nope. all we got. She never there. participated in a Formula One weekend. No. And she was also married to Toto Wolf, mm-hmm. who has a stake in Williams. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know if he did take it. That what you, take with that what you will, but like, I don't know. I'm, she was a good driver. I'm sure she deserved a spot. Mm. But I would like to see more um, involvement. And this goes back to like breaking the mold of the heritage of Formula One mm-hmm. and going into that. So I think it'll be. It's just some news. I think it's going to be great. I hope they race at Canada at least. That'd be cool. Maybe at Coda so I can go and watch it live. I think that'd be pretty yeah. cool. Well, you'll see us there. Honestly, Canada for sure. I think it's just going to be like every other racing league. It's not going to be faster. It's not going to be slower. Nope. The battling's going to be the same. It's going to be good. Just go. looking forward to watching it. Yeah. But catch us at Canada 2021 mm-hmm. if we're allowed to go. Well, Mark, I'm really glad you mentioned 2021 because the 2021 calendar was just released. I know, I'm excited about it. 23 races. It's two more than what we were supposed to have this year. Yes, it was with Saudi Arabia joining. And that's the only race that's joining that wasn't there. That doesn't even make sense. And a, a TBC because Vietnam is being dropped, yeah. which we will talk about yeah. later. Yeah. But I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a well, great. The Netherlands is that next year? Yes, the Netherlands is on there next okay. year. Okay. Oh my god! Okay. Could you imagine if they're not racing there? I'd be pissed. So I was so excited for that race. Mm-hmm. At Zandvoort. 
took me a second yeah, to remember yeah. that name because I'm not great with names, apparently, as you probably know from the last podcast. <laughs> but no, I'm excited for 23, 23 race week year. As a fan, super excited. Yeah. Super excited. Yeah. 23 races. That's just like... Nine months of Formula 1. Yeah. It's going to be great. Yeah. That's all I want to see. I, I just think 23 is too much where it's... It, it almost takes away from... But also as a fan... I think it's just too much where it takes away from the meaning of each race. Like if you have a a, a fifteen do race, you yeah fifteen race calendar. Obviously, I love watching cars on tracks battling. Race starts when they say lights out and away we go. I'm like man, the heart rate is going up to like three hundred. Mm-hmm. But the value of the point system is. Like the point, it's points available in the season. That's kind of the problem, right? So now it's twenty. Every every race means less because there's more points available. Exactly. Under so okay, I was confused about what you what so you meant by that. Each race, so it's like, it, so if there's a fifteen race calendar, a fourteen like or sixteen like back in the eighties and nineties. Yeah. If Alan Prost will take go back to the nineties has an engine failure, then it's like holy shit. Yeah. He needs to really. Be consistent in winning to even be close to this championship. For sure, I guess you do take away from that a little bit, but I think that like yeah. you'll, in my opinion, anyway, you'll gain more from uh, watching more Formula One. You'll get more oh, fans yeah. involved. You'll, I, I think that the pros outweigh the uh, 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 outweigh more, the cons. It's more cash money in the bag. Well, that too, and cash Formula One we know loves money. Cash money, baby. Man. And as a fan, I'm excited to hear 23 different lights out. Hopefully none of the races get canceled this year. Fingers crossed. I want to see races crossed. around Zanvor. I really want to see the Saudi Arabia. I want to see them Grand come Prix. back to North America. Yeah, I want to go to Canada. And I want to go to uh, I want to go to the U.S. again. I would like to go to Sekhajiv and live one more time. And I'm... Sekhajiv and live. And I'm... The worst French accent I could possibly do. I know, I know, I know. Don't worry. Sekhajiv But I, uh... I've never... Unlike Adam, I've never been to Austin. Beautiful. For the race there. Beautiful. And, um... Oh my! What who knows? Maybe we can make that happen next year. Maybe we will. We might be recording this in a hotel room in Austin. I would be the most excited about that. That would be pretty sweet. Well, but Canada for sure. We Canada, will, be, we will oh, see absolutely. you absolutely at Canada if we're allowed to go. Yeah, absolutely, probably, most likely. Fingers crossed. If a vaccine happens, we'll be. It's about as likely as all of our facts being true. So pretty likely. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But <laughs> Jesus Christ! Twenty-three race calendar. <laughs> It's got its pros. It's got its cons. It's going to be really tough on the drivers. They're not a fan. Uh, Vettel wanted to do a DTM mm-hmm. thing next year, a couple other things. Yeah. And I just think it's going to cause some divorces and some unhappy marriages. And it's more money for the teams, but it, they... Which they're, might they're, mean more competitive racing. Or it won't because also Mercedes is getting more money and just continue to go away. But with the cost cap, it's going to be more interesting how they're going to cut corners. That's true. Yeah. Max cut Sabbath. <laughs> and moving into a, the F1 video game, uh, if you don't know, I, Adam, loves, I love the Formula 1 video games. I have had them since 2015. The video game is what got me into Formula 1 because I watched a Formula 1 video game YouTube uh, gameplay. I got the game, I got the Thrustmaster T80, and I've gone every game, and I've done every career mode, 10 seasons, every year, guaranteed. And they've been sold to the same company. It's like two-step or something that makes 
uh, GTA Five. Rockstar makes GTA Five. Yeah, Rock, but they're owned by someone. Are they? Yeah, it's, it's something. It wasn't Rockstar. It was, but they were sold, and that is news. It's not a lot of news. I don't have a ton on it, but I just thought we would mention it. And yeah, so, yeah, that's not my field of expertise. There, I'm not a big video game yeah. guy at all. I'm more of an analytics and watching the sport kind of guy. Hey, whoa, oh, saying I'm, I'm not, not. No, I'm you not saying, saying I'm not an analytics and watching the sport guy. I'm not saying that guy. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> what I am saying is, it's not my field. Yeah. But that is extremely my field. I love, I love, I love the video games and I love playing it. So when I say it's, if I say talking about track and I say, well, it's not my favorite to drive, I mean in the video games, not actually racing. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. So we're moving on. Russell, to start from the back of the grid, going back to Istanbul, Russell is going to start from the back of the grid at Istanbul because he had to take engine penalties. He has used four. A, of a couple of the components of the engines, like the MGUK, I think, and the MGU8. Not entirely sure what the components are, but he used four, just a big no-no. And Latifi has only used two. Yeah. And I'm not entirely sure why, but whether he's going hard on those engines or he had an engine failure, an engine problem. It could just be that the cars, like the car he has, isn't as reliable as the car Latifi has. I know they're the same car, but like you never know with with motors. But it's the same engine. They get the same engine from Mercedes. I, I know that. I know, but like every, even though it's the same motor, every motor's a little different. Oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. you could have something faulty inside of, um, yeah, inside of Russell's motor that you don't have in Latifi's motor. Mm -hmm. He could also be, and he has been out driving Latifi, so that car. Is um, he's going taking, a little bit yeah, faster. Yeah, a little bit faster, taking more run, beating. If he's running the revs higher, he's running a little bit hotter, spends more time in traffic and yeah. dirty air, pushing harder. Those things all contribute to it. If he had an engine failure or something happened in a practice session and they had to change mm -hmm. an engine component, that could have also been true. But he used to start at the back of the grid in the Williams, which means he's staying at the back he's of the grid. Stay, he's <laughs> I mean, he's been qualifying like 13th, 14th, oh, yeah. not 13th, but like 14th, 15th, 17th, yeah. getting into Q2 yeah. seven times this season. Yeah, not too bad, eh? He's had a couple mm -hmm. close to the points finishes. Yep. Close, close to, the, to points. the points finishes. Close to the points finishes. And but Just so you know, we mean not in the points, close to the points. Not in the points. In case you did not know, Russell has not been in the points this ever. season. Ever. Ever. Not one time. Not even in his junior career. Well, no, he probably, had, he yeah. probably did get the points in his junior career. But in his it's Formula a 1 career, it's a, never, never. It's a little foggy. I'm going to have to turn the audio down on that. <laughs> we, apologize for being, we apologize for being too loud. Never. I... The memory is a little bit hazy before his he joined Formula One for me, but I can't remember a time he's gotten a point in his entire life. So, sorry, Russell. Well, I'm sure he. Had to, I'm sure he had to get points to well, get to Formula One at wait, some point. Probably. You have to qualify. He for also your super he, he also won the Formula Two championship. <laughs> <laughs> so he, yeah. Did he win after Leclerc? Yes. Oh shit! Yeah, you're right. Yes, you're right, Leclerc right. won in like 2017. They came to Formula One 2018. I know, I know, I forgot. But he's basically driving a rental car at the back of that grid. And speaking of rental cars, actually, this one came what out. A segue. <laughs> Can we just like? <laughs> Thank you. 
I try my best to, to I try the best with the segue. That was pretty impressive. I won't lie to you. I thought we've been kind of on fire with those today. We have been on fire. We've been we're always on fire, Mark. Yeah. Not to toot our own horns. And ignoring the no Alonzo second test debacle where none of us either of us did real research on that. I just saw you just saw a news yeah. heading yeah. and we're like, hey, we should talk about this. I'm like, sure. <laughs> but they were driving rental cars on track to get more grip. They rented a couple Renaults, and Lewis, Lewis Hamilton called the conditions. At, this is at Istanbul. Yeah. They were driving the rental cars, obviously, because the conditions were terrible. Mm-hmm. Hamilton called them shit, said he did not enjoy them. They were not fun to drive. He couldn't even enjoy the car, and it's never fun when you're in, like, 18th. The Mercedes uh, Instagram account, the Mercedes social media admin were very upset. Yeah. They thought they were going to get a one-two. That's true. It's not usually how it goes. That's not how – it's usually how it goes. I was going to say, it's pretty, this pretty much yeah. how it goes always, yeah. But driving rental cars on track to get more grip, it's just – it screams 2020. Yeah. It's hilarious. It, everything about this year, it's like yeah. – it's like it's out of a Stephen King novel. <laughs> they're going to bring the rental the rental cars back like the next morning and the guys will be like, we gave you fresh tires when he took yeah. these out. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Some of them were just missing tires. They roll in just on wheel. Yeah, <laughs> just a couple punctures. They should just take rental cars out. Just say fuck it to the Formula One cars. I want to see all of them in like a Honda, like a Honda Honda Fit. <laughs> this there goes Lewis in his Renault Clio Five. <laughs> no, no, Lewis. Lewis would be in like. <laughs> <laughs> the Mercedes B, the B two hundred. He got all the Alphatari and Red Bull guys in like Honda Fits. Yeah, okay, fair enough. So then, what do you put the Ferrari boy in? Dude, a California, <laughs> but like a California, but you GT four C Luso or whatever. Yeah, you like remove a couple cylinders <laughs> just to make it more even. But <sighs> I think driving rental car is. Uh, it was hilarious. Pretty, it was hilarious. <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. It was the most 2020 thing ever. Yeah. It's obviously, when you repave the track, there's a lot of, they, which they have to, to make it A rating mm-hmm. to in terms of the FIA, so Formula One can race around there. Um, when you do that, there's oils, especially when it's cold, as it was cold as balls this morning in yes, Istanbul, sir. in Turkey. But driving, it's, there's oils, there's not a lot of grip. There's no. It's, the track's not rubbered in, so no. they were they were sliding around, and so driving rental cars. I guess it's not going to make the track more slippery. It just looked pretty funny to see a couple uh couple rentals just going back and <laughs> forth, sweeping. Kimi Räikkönen was probably loving it. He's like, ah, I'm finally home. Freezing cold track. Yeah. And let's finish here. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Bottas. Him and Bottas. Those icy fins, they were in the military. And yeah. now they're... Uh, well, Kimi Räikkönen is the true iceman. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. Valtteri Bottas, he likes his hot coffee, so he probably had an extra hot coffee today. It's true. Speaking of coffee, Vietnam is being dropped. That was not as smooth of a segue. I couldn't think of one on the spot. I was so excited <laughs> to where you were going with the coffee thing. Speaking of coffee, me and Mark are going to Starbucks after this. I wonder if they have their... Um... They're, they're mint hot chocolates. No, they yet. do. Do they? Yeah, they do not for Shut you. up. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Mark, we'll talk, we'll talk about <laughs> what this one after the, the Formula One podcast. But <laughs> Vietnam is being dropped 
because of financial reasons. It was, it's a little sad to see them go. Mostly because we haven't raced. I was going to say, I don't really have much of an attachment because we've never raced there. I was really excited to see the cars go around that track, especially on that super long straight. Yeah. But the race was supposed to be scheduled next year. Like they had it scheduled. It was in, but apparently there were early indications that the decision to drop the race was triggered by the arrest on corruption charges of a key official responsible for the race. Oh, interesting. I, I didn't know about that. There's no, there's been no official statement from Formula One saying it was dropped uh, yet. So there's no real reason. I think they're going to keep that one under wraps, but it was, might have been a corruption thing. It might have been, but if they're racing in, but it might have been a corruption thing. It was probably a financial, yeah. financial thing. Yeah. But it's a TBC. So uh, what I really hope, so the fifth race of the season is TBD, TBA, or TBC, whatever you call it. But it's going to be decided later, and I am super excited to see what race that's going to be. It might be a 22 race calendar. Can't imagine they're just not going to fill one. But I've always wanted to see a race at the white flagged TBC city. Beautiful city. Great track. So I'm, I'm super uh, excited. <laughs> you know, I have, a, I have an interesting question. Yes. Not about Vietnam. I've just been, like, it's just been kind of on my mind. And for those of you who don't know, Istanbul as a city is in both Asia and Europe. I wonder if, no, seriously, this has been crossing my mind all week and I haven't figured it out. I wonder if the track is on either the European side, the Asian side, or both. And you crossed continents while driving on that track. (laughs) That is so random. I have no idea. It is super random, but it's been on my mind all week. I had to get it out. If you know the answer to this question, or you have an opinion on it, let us know. Send us Please a DM do. at the Undercut Pod on Instagram. Or go to our website at theundercutpod.ca. We're still working on getting the email set up. We're getting yeah. the blog set up. We're getting everything set up. Still setting up shop. Just like we're an enterprise. You'll see yeah. us soon. Yes, yeah, sir. You'll see us on the. We're gonna be. Mercedes is actually selling their. Oh, wasn't supposed to sell. Oh uh, no! Well, cats out of the bag. Oh god! Mercedes is selling their team to the Undercut Pod. It's gonna be the Undercut Pod Racing at theundercutpod.ca backslash. The Undercut Pod, insta- in brackets, Instagram, yeah. racing team. Yeah, yeah. With me and Mark as our star drivers. No. Yeah. I don't, well, I don't well, qualify well. to fit in those cars, dude. <laughs> Let me tell you that much. I think we should keep Lewis. <laughs> Fine. It'll be, me. it'll be me and Lewis next year. I don't have I, I can be the pit boss. I'll take Toto's job. Yes. So uh, when you see us at the front of the grid, just know. That's the undercut pod. Yeah, yeah. Even if it still says Mercedes and everything on the internet, it still says Mercedes. Mm. That's the undercut cars. So Vietnam was dropped. Financial reasons, whatever. I'm not too sad to see it go. I don't know how good the racing was going to be around there. I kind of wanted to see a race, but what are you going to do? You never know what could have been, right? Yeah, but a track that I'm very glad is staying on the calendar is Interlagos. Yeah. Yes. So Very excited. So exciting. I think if you took... That track, with that much heritage, away from the sport, you might as well take away Monaco too, because they're only keeping Monaco for the money and the iconicness. So you can't take away Brazil, one of the greatest tracks of all time, one of the most well-designed tracks. Agreed. And one of, it's a banging race every year. Oh, for sure. Every year it's a banging race. Oh, for sure. 
It's only missing being the finale nowadays. Yeah, which that comes back do? to the cash money. Oh, yeah, that you get out of uh, Yaz. Oh, yeah, unfortunately. But it's staying on the calendar at least 2025, which means they're not chopping down a forest, which means Hamilton is happy, mm-hmm. which means everyone's happy because it's staying on. And apparently they came to an agreement. There was some speculation that it wasn't going to be. But that's the Brazilian. When you go to the Brazilian Grand Prix, you don't go... You don't go anywhere but Interlagos. No, it's true. Yeah. Yeah, it, it would just wouldn't be the same. It would, would not be the same. Especially if they cut down an entire forest to build yeah. a track that would probably be a lot worse. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to go down to the sim and drive uh, my sim downstairs yeah. and just drive Interlagos. I love that track. And besides that, that is uh, that is all the news this week. Did we miss anything? Did we not miss anything? Mark, do you have anything else to say? No, not really. We covered a lot. We did cover a lot. It's a good podcast. Pretty happy with it. No. <laughs> and we hope you're happy listening to it. Yes. Uh, yes did you sir. like it? Did you dislike it? Did you agree with our opinions? Did you disagree with our opinions? If you any of the above are applicable, send us a DM at the Undercut Pod. Go on our website. Check us out. Blog's going to be Follow up. us on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. Like, comment, subscribe on our YouTube. Yes, sir. Leave us a comment. We love talking to you about Formula One. We love talking about Formula One in general. And from us at the Anika Podcast, my name is Adam Lines. My name is Mark Gould. And thank you very much. And we will see you Sunday for the Istanbul or Turkish Grand Prix race review. Ciao, everybody. Bye.